folks, and welcome to the next episode of Variable D Postula Ensemble Projects for January 23rd, 2020. This is Nick Drawsoff, a.k.a. Studio Man, and I'll be acting as your host today. Well, always. <laughs> and the show today is coming to you from beautiful Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, up in Door County, and I just wanted to get that out there. Today's show will be featuring the work of jazz lead classical trumpet artist and composer Dr. Mike Seward, trombone virtuoso and professor Steve Wiest, and brilliant tenor sax soloist Joel Moore. We'll be covering classical, pop, rock, R&B, funk, and jazz sounds as often as we can. Before we get started, I wanted to do a shout-out for the two companies I currently endorsed. First, I play all Getzen trumpets from Bass Trumpet to Piccolo. I couldn't be more thrilled to play these fine instruments. Just go to your local music instrument supplier to find out more. Next, I play all wedge trumpet mouthpieces designed by Dr. Dave Harrison of British Columbia, Canada. These are the best mouthpieces I've ever played and all I ever use. Just go to wedgemouthpiece.com to find out more. I'm going to keep today's commentary uh, a little brief as I have a lot of great music to play for you. Due to many conversations I've had recently about the strangeness of the music business these days, well, I think it's always been kind of strange as businesses go, I've been mulling over the idea about why musicians have such a hard time demanding to be properly compensated for their work. This isn't to say that all musicians do this, but given how many big bands, for example, are willing to go to nightclubs and play for the door, or even just passing the hat, well, it still seems to be an issue. In thinking about all this, I'm reminded of a course of events that took place about 420 years ago. This is when Tycho Brahe, a Danish prince, met Johannes Kepler, a wandering mathematician, in the famous collaboration that culminated in laws of planetary motion that still drive space travel even today, known as Kepler's Three Laws. Again, Brahe was a spoiled Danish prince who loved astronomy and was given his own observatory that was the best in the world at the time. He had been collecting data, and it was the best data in the world, and Kepler needed to get at that data to flesh out his ideas. Brian and Kepler didn't exactly get along, but in the end, the collaboration eventually paid off, so to speak. Kepler got Brahe's data and then solidified his three laws. All right, that's enough of the basic science history uh, for this music podcast. There is a point. Kepler made virtually nothing from the 25 years he dedicated to analyzing Tycho Brahe's data. He survived by doing astrology and teaching a bit, though he was apparently a kind of a lousy teacher. When pressed on the fact that he had no patrons in his analysis of Brahe's data, Kepler is reputedly to have said, and this is good, What profit doth the little bird ask that it may sing? I mean, just wow. This is as poignant as it is powerful. Let it sink in. What profit doth the little bird ask that it may sing? Okay, now Brahe was a brash party man, and not one uh, to be prone to being maudlin, until his, on his deathbed, he is reputably to have said, let me not seem to have lived my life in vain. Again, poignant and powerful. In the end, he basically wanted Kepler to have the data so that it would give validity to his own life as he was dying, uh, basically partying too hard. 
Well, musicians and artists are unique people. They need to survive and make an income just like anyone else. However, they almost have to sing in order to not live their lives in vain. The tough part that is tough for non-musicians to wrap their heads around is the fact that they need music and art. The world would be an awfully dull, dry place if somebody didn't occasionally decorate some time with some wonderful sounds. The trick is to balance all of this, and that, I guess, in the end, is a labor of a lifetime. So, just some things to think about. Well, that's enough food for thought today. Now, let's get on to today's show. For the classical portion of today's show, we're going to discuss the work of trumpet player Dr. Michael Stewart. Mike Stewart holds a Doctorate of Musical Arts in Music Composition from the University of South Carolina, a Music Master's in Trumpet Performance from Eastern Illinois University, and a Bachelor of Music from the University of Akron. As a Chicago freelancer, Mike plays in many big bands, such as the Shout Six and Big Band, where he is the lead player, fine jobbing bands like Yaz Jazz Music, led by Amy Yassinger, and many, many more groups. They have to play in a lot of groups to survive around Chicago. I have the privilege of standing next to Mike in many of these bands. Mike is also a very accomplished classical player. He runs a fine brass quintet, and I have the honor of playing second trumpet in that group. Mike is a composer and arranger of all styles of music, but I want to showcase his classical writing. He wrote the entire library for his brass quintet. As one just a joy to play that book. It's just a thrill to be part of it. Mike has written books and solo pieces and much more. Let's listen to his playing and his music. Here's a wonderful piece titled Great Herds.
I'm sure you were struck by both his lovely composition and that absolutely glorious tone that he has on his trumpet. Let's listen to some more of that. Here's another piece titled Summon Me. Just wonderful, beautiful music. To find out more about Mike's work, find him on Facebook or his website, stewmuse.com. Let me spell that. S-T-E-W-M-U-S-E.com. His publications are all available there. And once again, it's always a privilege to stand next to and play in a trumpet section with Dr. Mike Stewart. Okay, moving into the pop, rock, funk, soul portion of today's uh, program. We want to feature a band called Vinyl Hamden. This is led and conceived of by Steve Wiest. Steve Wiest is one of the world's greatest trombone players, composers, arrangers, producers, uh, professors, you name it. 
Steve is a former professor of music at UW-Whitewater up in Wisconsin, North Texas State University in, you guessed it, Texas, <laughs> and is currently professor of jazz studies at the University of Denver's Lamont School of Music. Steve has had multiple Grammy nominations. He's an alum of the Maynard Ferguson Orchestra and the Doc Severson and Tonight Show Orchestra. I had the privilege of doing one tour with Maynard while Steve was on the band, and it was just a thrill to see the interaction there. On a more personal note, Steve is family. He's my cousin. My mom was Steve's Aunt Mary, and Steve's dad was my mom's kid brother. How cool is it to have family like this? Well, once again, Steve has his brand new band called Vinyl Hamden, that's spelled H-A-M-P-D-I-N, Yes, they do covers, but with Steve's unique spin on the arrangements, they also do originals. Let's listen to two tracks from Vinyl Hamden. First, is, here's a really cool arrangement of I Just Want to Celebrate.
Now let's hear this band in an original setting. Here is Steve's composition, Pay For It.
Oh, I'm sure you'll agree that's just amazing stuff. To find out more about Steve and his work, visit these two websites, vinylhamden.com. Now, let me spell that out for you. V-I-N-Y-L-H-A-M-P-D-I-N.com and stevewiest.com. S-T-E-V-E-W-I-E-S-T.com. I'm going to have to drag Steve over to his computer for a full-on Skype show sometime. But in any case, I hope you enjoy this music right now. For the jazz portion of today's program, we're going to feature the work of tenor saxophone player Joel Moore. Joel specializes in both jazz and rhythm and blues. He received a music master's in jazz pedagogy from the Berklee College of Music and the Boston Conservatory in 2000. Prior to Berkeley, Joel lived in Louisiana and began graduate studies at the University of New Orleans. During this time, he studied with and performed with Ed Peterson, Ellis Marcellus, Delatheo Marcellus, Mark Whitfield, and Victor Goines. He also performed regularly in the legendary French Quarter with a variety of jazz and R&B bands, including a year-long stint as saxophonist during the weekly gospel brunch at the House of Blues. Since moving back to Chicago around 2000, Joel has performed extensively at many of Chicago's live music venues, including Andy's Jazz Club, Pete Miller's, Buddy Guy's Legends, Green Dolphin Street, Green Mill, The Underground Wonder Bar, uh, The Note, The Elbow Room, and more. He's recorded and performed with Orbit Davis, Paul Wertico, and recently opened for the Yellow Jackets during the Naperville Jazz Festival. I got to know Joel via my tenure with the Rock Funk Soul Band, featured in last week's show, Brass in the Past. As a section player and soloist, Joel has much to offer in a setting like that. Joel has a new EP out called Magnetic. Let's hear his composition and playing with two tracks. What you should listen for are not only his wonderful ideas, but his fantastic full-body tone on tenor. First, let's listen to just what I'm talking about. Here is Die Visceral, on which he plays tenor. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'm sure you can hear what I was mentioning earlier. Now let's hear Joel on soprano sax on his piece, Anna Maria.
I'm sure you'll agree that Joel Moore is a force to be reckoned with on tenor and soprano saxes. It's an honor to get to work with him whenever I can. Okay, to find out more about Joel's new EP, uh, you're going to want to go to www.magneticjazz.com. Just like it sounds. www.magneticjazz.com. For this podcast contribution from my library from the Variable D Postulate Ensemble Projects, uh, I picked a little thing called Blowout Number One. This is something I wrote uh, for any rock, soul, or funk horn band that uh, wants to have something in their library uh, that uh, just kind of lets the band just blow. So it's basically just a bunch of little licks and things cobbled together uh, with the uh, ability to just leave open sections in between uh, and then come back in with the ensembles uh, as a connective tissue, as it were. Uh, so this is kind of kind of tricky, and this is a, kind of an odd little project. I wrote the thing on an application called uh, Notion that you use on an iPad. That was it's a pre-Sonus uh, product. Uh, it produces XML files that you can uh, import to your computer and then um, uh, work on them in Sibelius or with Finale or something like that. Uh, I actually wrote the drum part on the Notion application and the bass part on the Notion application. So the drum and bass on this are just the sounds uh, produced from my iPad. I literally imported them uh, into a Logic Pro workstation window. Um, uh, from my iPad. The guitar, keyboards, and uh, saxophones, and brass are all overdubbed on top of that. Now, uh, the musicians on this little uh, part, this is actually a demo, what they call a demo. So the musicians on this demo are Colin Drawsoff, my son, plays uh, the organ part. Sam Hastings plays guitar and plays just a wicked um, uh, guitar solo on it. Um, Dan Meinhardt is playing all the saxophones and plays a really nice tenor solo on this. And I play trumpet and trombone. I basically I use a Getzen Eterna uh, bass trumpet for the trombone parts. And then I overdub all the trumpet parts. Now, my trumpet solo was actually a scratch track. Um, but when I was getting ready to record what I was going to call my actual solo, I usually punch things in later on. Uh, I listened to the scratch track and I thought, I, I kind of want to keep that. <laughs> so uh, this is a scratch track trumpet solo on this. So uh, this is kind of a short one. It's only a couple minutes. Uh, but it can be extended to any length you want just by opening the uh, blowing sections up and passing them around the, the band. So here's blowout number one uh, written by myself uh, and for the Variable D Postulate Ensemble Projects. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> okay, that was blowout number one, uh, a demo, a demo product, but a lot of fun, I think. Okay, so once again, the musicians: Colin Drawsoff on organ, Sam Hastings on guitar, Dan Meinhart on all the saxophones, and myself on trumpet. And thanks to my iPad for the drumming days. All right, that's it for that little contribution from the Variable D Postulate Ensemble Projects for this show. Well, that's all for today. Be sure to check out our archives and listen to the other shows. There's no expiration date on those stories and amazing music therein. So until the next time we meet, this is Nick Drozdoff, a.k.a. Studio Man, saying, Don't stop the music. Peace.